0: Welcome to the Intuitive Woman Podcast with your host, Tina Conroy. Gain clarity, confidence, and trust in your inner wisdom. Explore spiritual topics, including intuition, healing, wellness, yoga, vibrant living, and more. Hello, everyone. Tina here. Many blessings to you on this day. Today's show is from my most recent Facebook Live. I am doing a four-part series on Reiki. Yes, I know I did a episode a while back about Reiki, but it's been called to my attention to do more. If you want to see the video form, please become a member of my Facebook group, the Intuitive Woman Facebook group. I am searchable on Facebook. Now the four part series will go through many different options and benefits for Reiki. This particular episode, it will be talking about what is Reiki, what is not Reiki and some benefits. You will hear on this episode today, since it is a Facebook Live, that I am interacting with some people that are on the page. But I kept it very minimal so that you can learn a lot about Reiki, and I try to keep it as simple as possible. Let me know what you think, and Reiki blessings to all. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the first part of a four part series Awareness in Reiki. I am so always grateful to be here with all of you, and I included this four-part series. I put together a four-part series because I get many, many questions, and I wanted to mystify what Reiki is. I want to let everybody know it is for everyone and really break down what is this all about? Uh, a lot of people think it's magic or maybe it's not real or it's kind of woo hoo. And as a Reiki practitioner, a Reiki master teacher, sharing Reiki with others, teaching people Reiki and allowing this amazing, amazing modality, energy, healing, is really a passion of mine and, and what I do, what I do each and every day. And I know some of you that will be joining are my clients and some of you are interested and just have questions. So as we begin this first part, we will be talking about what is Reiki, what is not Reiki, the origination, and who can it help. And then if I do have time, I will do some Q&A and ask you guys if you have any questions. I did get some email questions, and I will get to those as well in the broadcast. So I would like to begin with centering, and I'd like to begin with clearing. Majority of Reiki sessions begin with a clearing. Depending on where you are going to receive Reiki treatment, the Reiki practitioner normally cleanses or will cleanse the area or space. Now, sometimes, as in my center, I cannot burn sage or light incense or burn Palo Santo, but I do use the Reiki symbols to clear the space, and I also do use sage spray or aromatherapy, which is essential oils. But today, since I am at my home, I am going to burn sage. Sage will clear our space, will allow us to come together and center. So as I begin, I am going to burn my sage. It's white California sage. It is in a bundle form. Anybody can find it. Anybody can purchase it. And it is a wonderful, wonderful way to clear our space. You can clear your space with or without Reiki. So I am going to go ahead and burn the sage and clear our space, my space here, your space where you are, and clear our space together through the airwaves and this broadcast. And as I light the sage, I am reminded of the Reiki principles. I am reminded of our intention of healing, our intention of this innate ability, this natural ability, and sharing this gift with ourselves and sharing this gift with others. So, if you can at this time, go ahead and close your eyes. Take a nice deep breath in and exhale away. And bring to mind an intention. And if you're not sure what the intention is, we always ask for the highest good, the highest good of all. We call upon Reiki blessings at this time. We call forth the Reiki masters, Dr. Asui, Hayashi, and Mrs. Takata, and all the Reiki masters that have come before. We call upon light, healing, divinity. And then if you would like, feel free to call forth spirit, spirit guides, archangels and angels. Again, this is not necessary. We can just call forth the energy of Reiki, and that's all we need. Take another moment as we take a deep breath in and exhale away. If your eyes are closed, come back to the room you're in. And we come back together as a group. So before I even begin what Reiki is, let's talk about our hands. Let's talk about... What do we do when we're not feeling well? When you yourself are not feeling well, we usually put our hands on our own body. It is an innate ability. It is just a function. So think about a time when you had a headache and you placed your hands on your head or your forehead or your eyes or maybe the back of your head. Perhaps when you weren't feeling well, you had a tummy ache and you placed your hands on your tummy. Perhaps you had a uh, you fell and you scratched your knee or bumped your knee your hands automatically go to that area. Again, it just happens. It's something we we know, it's something we're born with. Maybe it's a shoulder pain, maybe it's a hip pain, whatever that physical pain is. Now think about when someone else isn't feeling well. And we have this innate desire to use our hands to feel, uh, help them feel better. Think of a time, perhaps, if it's a mother to a child and they have a fever. We feel as if we place their hands on their forehead. Maybe someone's having a difficult day. We, we might hold their shoulders or just rub their hair or pat their head. And that's when someone's not feeling well. But let's also think of a time where it's not about pain, but it's about love and support. Think of a new mom that's expecting her baby. And where does she put her hands? She puts her hands on her belly. Or she'll pat her belly. Or she'll rub her belly. Think of a time when you just love someone and you want to give them encouragement and support. You might pat them on their back or just, again, place your hands on their shoulder. So this hands-on healing is just innate. And the reason I bring that up is it's automatic. It feels natural. We want to place our hands on ourselves. We don't think about it. We want to help others. And we have this ability just innately to place our hands when we're not feeling well to place our hands on someone else when they're not feeling well, and to also place our hands on someone for support and love, like a mom with their with their growing baby inside them. So I begin with the hands because Reiki is a hands-on modality, and it's innate, and it's natural. So demystifying what it is. And we'll talk about what it is and what it's not. Let me start with what it's not. Reiki is not massage. Reiki is not massage by any means. Massage is when we manipulate the tissue. If you've had a massage before, you actually will feel movement and the massage therapist or practitioner will move the muscles and move the the hands. And they're always moving and it could be deep or it could be light, but there is manipulation of tissue. There is no manipulation of tissue with Reiki. Reiki is not acupressure. Acupressure is if you pressed on certain areas of the body and you move that from place to place. It is not acupressure. Reiki is not acupuncture. Acupuncture is another amazing modality as well as acupressure, but acupuncture uses needles, very fine unintrusive needles, but needles to help heal the body. The needles are the foreign substance that when the needles are inserted by a highly trained professional, the blood flow goes to that area and then disperses and opens up for healing. But Reiki is not acupuncture. Reiki is not tapping. Some people work with EFT, an amazing modality, emotional freedom technique, and there's tapping. There is no tapping in Reiki. So Reiki is a hands-on modality. The hands are still. The hands are very still. And they may be hands-on or they may be hovering in such areas as the eyes or maybe area as the throat. Now, you can receive a Reiki treatment and by a highly trained Reiki practitioner, Reiki master, Reiki master teacher, or you can receive Reiki by yourself if you've gone through the Reiki one self-healing. And I'll be talking about that in the next couple of weeks as well. Let's break down the word Reiki. So Reiki, R-E-I-K-I. I get this all the time. Reiki, Rake, not really sure how to spell it or say it. But if you think about ray like the sun and ki is vital force or vital energy force, we break it down to reiki. Ray again is ray like the sun and ki is vital force energy. Reiki is originated from Japan. And if you were with me earlier in my centering, you heard that I called forth the Reiki masters. Now that is the Asui lineage, and that is my lineage. But it is, there are other lineages. Dr. Makeo Asui was uh, from Japan and it says it is originated from Japan. Now, there may be some conjugations with that because there has been many historical findings, but for the most part, Reiki is originated from Japan in the 20th century. And Dr. Makeo Osui had created not only the Reiki as we know it, but then was passed down to Uh, Dr. Hirashi and Mrs. Takata. And there's a whole story there that I would love to give into because I'm a historian buff. You can even go visit Mount Karuma in Japan and they have a memorial for Dr. Hazubi. But I'm getting off track. So let's go back to what is Reiki. So I talked a little bit what Reiki was not. But let's talk about what Reiki is. So I have explained a bit that Reiki is hands-on, that there is no manipulation of tissue, and a Reiki treatment is normally about an hour treatment. So as a person comes in to a Reiki treatment, they would speak to the practitioner and perhaps tell them a few things that are going on. And then you are normally, there. Can it can happen in many places, but you would lie on a massage table or somewhere comfortable on your back to begin. And then there are hand positions that we begin with, with the top of the head and move to the feet. But Reiki itself is a transfer of the highest healing energy. It amplifies and intensifies the power of touch. And it promotes balance and healing. So let's look at that a moment. Balancing, harmony, and healing. We are always in a state of unbalance. Think of going to a yoga class and doing tree pose on one side, and then going to do tree pose on the other side. Every day, our balance is is affected we don't walk around with a 100% balance or even a 100% balance in our chakras, which is another conversation. But we work to always balancing. You can think about the yin and the yang or just balancing like tree pose, balance and harmony in the body. And not just balancing and harmonizing in the physical body, but balancing and harmonizing in the emotional body and the spiritual body. So, Reiki is a highly, highly force that will help on all levels. Sometimes you may come in and there may be shoulder pain. And you may think that the Reiki practitioner will just place their hands on the shoulder for the last next hour. But Reiki works on so many different levels. We know now with more and more scientific uh, education, that Reiki and all things are physical, have emotional compromisation, right? They compromise each other. So the shoulder pain is also part of an emotional pain. The emotional pain is part of a physical pain. And we know now that they're very, very highly related. Reiki is natural and Reiki is safe. And also it's is natural and safe for all. So all meaning all people, all ages, children to elderly. Reiki can be given by a practitioner, a Reiki master, lying down, seated, pretty much anywhere. So you don't have to be in a specific place. It is nice to go to a specific place, but it does not have to be in a particular location. You can be seated in a chair. You can be lying down on a couch or a bed. Or if you have the ability and the to go to a Reiki practitioner, usually they have a massage table and the room is set up very similar to a peaceful environment. So I'm gonna just go ahead and look at some of the questions and thank you guys for coming aboard and I really appreciate it. Okay, so thank you. So I wanna move on now to who can it help? So I started that out with Reiki can help all. Reiki can help everyone, all ages, young to old. But let's talk a little bit about how does Reiki or do you need to be very ill to receive Reiki? So I did get some email questions and I want to answer those. I'm going to leave them anonymous. The question was Do I only need, do I only, uh, can I only receive Reiki if I am very ill? And the answer is no. You do not only need to receive Reiki when you are ill. It helps even if you're not ill to boost your spirit and to help you. um, Almost like I like to use the analogy of you get your oil changed in your car regularly, I hope, and you don't wait for your car to seize. So Reiki is preventative. Every day situation, everyday emotional things that come up, maybe relationship things, perhaps it is physical discomfort, but you don't have to be extremely ill or even different illnesses or chronic pain, or even at the end of life. However, all those things, Wakey will help as well. So hopefully that will kind of demystify the fact that you don't have to be very, very sick to receive Reiki. So let's talk a little bit about the benefits. Some of the benefits of Reiki, and there are many, so I'll go through them as as much as I can. Relaxation, reducing stress, reducing anxiety, improves clarity of mind, alleviates the burden in emotion. And I want to stop on that. Alleviates the burden in emotion. Sometimes we have a thought pattern or an emotional situation that is very difficult for us to handle, wrap our head around. And when you receive a Reiki treatment, The situation not necessarily goes away, but it improves and alleviates the burden in the emotion. It takes the charge out of the emotion so that you can be at peace, feel less anxious about it, less stressed about it, and it takes the charge away from the emotion where then you can make perhaps more clarity or an inspired action. And I see this very, very often. I love that one. So I wanted to really share that as part of a amazing benefit. It improves unconscious addictive behaviors. So there's a whole talk about addiction. It may be addiction of Facebook. It may be an addiction of alcohol, nicotine, food, but it helps with that unconscious addictive behavior. It can also help with a conscious addictive behavior. If you have that intention or underlying, that is something you need help with. So it brings clarity too. And normally you do speak to your practitioner about what may be going on. But again, you don't have to give them the entire laundry list. So that's important to know. It induces the body's self-healing abilities. So more and more information is coming out that we have an ability to improve our own healing. And I we are all learning this or it's coming out more and more that our our ability our mindset, the mind over matter, the placebo, it, it goes many times into scientific um many different many different science, um, learning, teachings. And so it induces the body self-healing. What you're going through, what we are in our body is energy. We are energy. And all life force have energy. So vital life force, what is vital life force? Well, living things have vital life force. Plants have vital life force. Trees have vital life force. Your animals have vital life force. So they can all benefit from Reiki. Now, animals obviously can't place their hands on themselves for self-healing, but you can and be able to help your animal, your plants, and all living things. People get really caught up with the word universal life force energy. And if we break it down a bit, I want to use this analogy, which may be interesting. When we are alive, we are all alive right now. Our heart is beating. Our blood is circulating. Our oxygen and all the things are happening. We are alive. We have vital energy. And when we die, that vital energy is gone, at least from the physical body. If you have ever, fortunately or unfortunately, experiencing someone pass and leave their body, there is a very distinct moment when that person is alive with vital force energy and that person is not. Now, I'm just talking about the vital force energy so that you can understand it. The pulsation of the flow, the circulatory, the beating of the of the heart, the the breath. Even looking at the body of someone alive and someone dead, you know the difference. I know this may seem extreme, but I think it does help people know what energy is and when it is vital and alive and when it is not. So... That is when we talk about universal life force energy. Now I also get the question, well, where does it come from? Well, it comes from source. It comes from source. Where do the trees get it? Where do the plants get it? Where do your animals get it? Where do we get it? It comes from source. And so when you receive a Reiki treatment, your Reiki practitioner receives that and channels that through their hands. We talked about the hands to you, and then your energy gets rebalanced and also harmonizing. I'm hoping that makes sense. So I have a few more questions. And then if you have a question on the broadcast, please go ahead and ask me. Again, this is going to be a four-part series. I'm going to get into more about Reiki in the next three weeks. And I'm hoping to actually demonstrate what a Reiki session looks like. I may or may not have a person lying on the table, but I will show you and demystify what this all magic is and what you can expect. Because some people are confused of what they would be walking into and what it would be. And it can create some stress or anxiety, not sure what they're going to experience or even how it's going to look. So I'm hoping on one of the broadcasts that I will be able to set up my table and show you either with a person or just allowing you to know if a person was lying down. So that may just help visualize and see that as well. So I have a few more questions that came in from email, and I want to go back to them. So I'm just going to look back in my notes for the questions. Are there any risks in Reiki? This was an interesting question. Are there any risks in Reiki? And the answer is no. There are no risks in Reiki. Reiki does no harm. Reiki is not uh, contra- contraindicated to anything. And the only thing I would also say, and it's not about this question, but it may feel like this question, is I get, do you have to believe in Reiki? You honestly don't have to believe in Reiki and you don't have to believe in anything. Reiki is not connected to a religion or a dogma. The Reiki energy will work because it is Reiki energy. It is vital force energy. So there is no risk to Reiki. The only risk, and I really thought hard about this was, is if you were blocking it, if you, if you went into the session, not that you have to believe it, but if you were blocking or not wanting to receive, if you were laying there and just maybe blocking it mentally or just, yeah, just blocking it. And, and I had I to think hard about that, but I would say, no, there are no risks. So hopefully that answers your question who wrote it into me. And then the other question I had was, is Reiki comparable with other medications or other supplements and things like that, like even other modalities. And absolutely it is. Matter of fact, Reiki will work with all the modalities and all the other things that you might be doing. Some of my clients are on medication and I never suggest that they go off medication. So Reiki will work well with medication or with supplements, if you're on natural supplements or not. Reiki will also work if you're in talk therapy. It works very well. Some people find it very well and, and it also helps with that talk therapy and the energy. I happen to see a lot of clients that are in talk therapy and see me on a weekly basis and it has, it has really transformed them. Sometimes I laugh because they want to get rid of their talk therapist because the energy is working so much more, but I never suggest that. And just like I would never suggest you getting off any medication. Will Reiki work with other modalities? That's a question I get too. Yes. So if you're regularly going for acupuncture or pranic healing or acupressure or you do EFT or um, EMDR, they all work well with Reiki. So it all works very well. It's compatible with other things and also supplements and diet and so forth. So I hope that answered some of your questions. And I just want to close with, as we come together and close, that Reiki is also, I, I want to mention this as well, and I may I will mention this again in the other three broadcasts. Reiki has been used more and more in the operating room and in hospitals. Matter of fact, everybody knows Dr. Oz Dr. Oz did a segment and he spoke about Reiki in the operating room and more and more hospitals are adopting the fact that the Reiki practitioner will come in and help the patient with Reiki and also they will go through through surgery. So post-surgery, pre-surgery and post-surgery, it's very helpful as well. So Winna is asking, can anyone become attuned? And that's a great question. Thank you, Winna anyone can be attuned. So I get this often. People will call and they see that I'm running a Reiki one certification class. And I'm going to talk about this in the second broadcast next Thursday. So Wynna, stay tuned for next week as well. But I do want to touch upon this. People will call me or call the center and they'll say that they want to do the Reiki one class. And I usually call them just to get an idea of who they are. And sometimes I get this, well, I'm, I know that I'm special and I have all this energy and I have this intuition and I have a special gift. So I know I'll be really good in Reiki. And I just listen. And then I'll say to them, okay. And have you ever received Reiki? And they'll say, no, I've never received Reiki, but I, I, I just know I'm going to be good at it. I've, I've had all this, this stuff and I kind of chuckle to myself. And when they come to the class, I say to them, everyone can be attuned. Everyone can experience this beautiful, beautiful Reiki attunement. The want has to be there. They have to want it and they have to put the work in, but they are not special. So sorry to tell you that if you think you are just amazing and you have all this energy and you have psychic ability, that's amazing, but that doesn't make you extra special for Reiki. Anyone can be attuned to Reiki. So Winna, yes, anyone can be attuned to Reiki. Children can be attuned to Reiki. Any age, any gender can be attuned to Reiki. Now, again, there has to be a want for it. Not everybody wants to be attuned, but you can be attuned if that's your want. And no one is better than the other. That, again, is sort of a made-up society thing. Now, there may be people that like one Reiki practitioner over the other. That's understandable. We're humans. But no one is better or more or has more power or any of that. So I want to kind of let that go as well when I said, I just want to explore alternative ways of helping people. Awesome. I love that. And so when, what I would say to you is begin with Reiki one, Reiki one, and I'm not so sure where you are located in, in this, in the States, or if you're outside of the States, I'm not even sure. Look for a Reiki certification class for Reiki one. It is the first level of healing and Reiki one allows you to do self-healing. You will learn the 12 hand positions. You will learn the self-healing for yourself. So it is self-healing for yourself, self-healing for family and friends. And it is a very important part of Reiki. Reiki one is a very, very special, special class because Reiki one is heal thyself first. Now that doesn't mean you're going to be completely healed and perfect because let me tell you guys, anybody who's out there, if there is any healer out there that says, I got it all figured out, run the other way. We are all a work in progress and we are all working with our stuff when it says there is a Reiki master about 10 minutes away from me. So perfect. I would reach out to him or her and explain that you have a desire to learn Reiki one. What I would suggest is if you haven't received a Reiki treatment, I always like people to have received a Reiki treatment to understand what it feels like before they go ahead and go through the class, but everyone is different. So you will just speak to the Reiki master and see. And then after the class, it doesn't end there. After Reiki one, it doesn't end there. You go forth and you heal yourself and you will continue to do self-healing for the rest of your life. And another thing before I close on that, and I will speak more about the certifications and becoming Reiki attuned in part two and next week, is that if you have done Reiki one and you haven't been running your energy for a long time, so who's out there who's Reiki one or more, continue to run your energy. It doesn't go away but it does need practice. So do it every day, something every day. Place your hands on your heart or your head or somewhere and run your energy every day, no matter what level of Reiki you're in. And when it says, thank you so much. So let's close first and place our hands on our heart I'm going to place my hands out to all of you and send Reiki energy to all. As you place your hands on your heart, take a nice, long, slow, deep breath in and exhale away. And I send out Reiki blessings to all. Sending this beautiful, innate, natural energy to harmonize and balance the physical, emotional, and spiritual body. And we say, just for today. Just for today, I will not worry. Just for today, I will not be angry. Just for today, I will honor all living things. Just for today, I will be grateful. Just for today, I will do my work honestly just for today, I wish you many Reiki blessings, healing, light, and so much support. If you have any other questions, please continue to post them here. I will also post a link for my name, my number. You can contact me if you're local. And Reiki long distance. So I do do Reiki long distance treatments and I'll put the link there and we'll talk about that next week as well. So look for the link for Reiki long distance if you are not local to me. And yes, it's just as effective as in person. We'll talk about that on the next broadcast. I wish you a beautiful, blessed Reiki day. Namaste. Thank you so much for tuning in this week. If you want to keep the conversation going or you have any questions regarding Reiki, go ahead over to the Facebook group, the Intuitive Woman Facebook group, and we'll continue the conversation. Now, if you're interested in a Reiki treatment and you're local to me, you know where to find me. If you would like a virtual Reiki, yes, virtual happens all the time, wherever you are, any state or out of the country, contact me as well. I will leave the link in the show notes. Have a beautiful day. Many blessings. Namaste.